I'm going to pause it. Hi, and welcome to Got Pain. I'm Alex Lloyd. Uh, the uh, better looking guy in the middle is Dr. Tim Adair, who was uh, about a month ago voted the top doctor in the city and inducted into who's who and physicians among his other awards, like the doctor's award that was awarded twice in 23 years and all that kind of stuff. So um, uh, what, uh, Tim, can I share with them what happened to you today? I mean, it just as a, adds to the humility, brother, go ahead. <laughs> it, um, before the call, Tim and I were talking and I don't think he's ever had this happen before. Mm -hmm. I haven't either, even though I probably should have been told this many times, mm -hmm. but um, Tim was told by a patient that he fixed their problem and fixed it fast, that they had been to eight other doctors trying to fix. And he basically told Dr. Adair that he was surprised he fixed him because he didn't look very smart. <laughs> hey, Alex, he said, you're way smarter than you look like you are. So I don't know what that means, brother. I just I just laughed and thought, oh well. Uh, so whatever. I don't know what that means either. Uh, but anyway, uh, anyway, welcome everyone. Um, we are here, and uh, our intention, along with uh, Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Jordan Rubin, is to build the largest natural health network in the world. And uh, we are building a library right now as kind of the foundation of that, where we're talking about a lot of the major issues, physical, chemical, and emotional, uh, that uh, three-sided triangle that we've, well, all, all triangles three-sided, mm -hmm. but uh, that triangle that we've shown many times that's sort of the chiropractic symbol, at least I think it's bigger in that world than any of the other worlds. And uh, tonight, I think we have some absolutely fabulous information for you. In fact, this is really the stuff I've been talking about uh, for 23 years uh, is what we're kind of focused on tonight. So I am really excited um, because I think this is at the core of so many health problems. And so um, uh, I'm going to introduce Dr. Adair, let him uh, kick us off and I'll join in here and there, but we're probably more in his world a little bit tonight. Last last week, maybe we we're a little bit more in my world. Tonight, we're more in his. And I have to share one thing. Um, when, before we started this whole thing, uh, Dr. Adair said, hey, let's be monochrome. Let's wear like black or white every night. And I have done that every single night without fail. Now the shirt stinks like crazy. Just kidding, just kidding. Um, I've washed it. But, but Dr. Adair has not done that as of late. He's been rebellious. So I decided this week I was going to be rebellious, not to wear a different color, but I haven't shaved all week. And, and, and what happens, we get on the call and he hasn't shaved. So he stole my thunder yet again. But anyway, uh, I believe he is the top practicing chiropractor in the world. I'm not the only one. Uh, I've talked to two people this week who, who've gone to him for the first time in the last like three weeks after seeing this program. And both of them today told me, 
Oh my goodness, I can never thank you enough for introducing me to Dr. Adair. Um, he's, they said, you are right. I've been to a bunch of chiropractors. I've been to naturopaths. I've been to all kinds of people. I've never been to anyone that compares to him and has been able to do what he's been able to do for me so fast, okay? And I've known these people for a long time, okay? They're not hypey people. So um, he is the absolute real deal. There is no hype to that. So Tim, kick it off and let's talk about this important topic tonight. Well, brother, this is important and thank you for that. And uh, so everybody turn that down about 50% what he just said. And you won't be disappointed in what we teach you guys tonight. But, but I will tell you this, and I, I really do believe this. I think what we're talking about tonight without this, you cannot have, and Alex, you know, I like my little simple whiteboard. You cannot have. Wait, 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 wait. This isn't about wealth. Alex, hang on a second, brother. You're interrupting me. You're talking about my shirt. My well, wait a minute. It's, I'm talking about wealth. We're not talking about wealth. Hang on a second. Oh, hang on a second. So, so we're kind of talking about that. Let me, let me make an addendum here. So uh, health in some degree is like wealth because some of us have inherited great health and some of us have to work really hard for it. And so uh, if you've inherited it, good for you. But if you haven't inherited it and you have to earn it, then we're going to teach you how to earn it. And, and so here's the keys for tonight. So before you earn it, you have to learn it. And before you learn it, you have to yearn for it. So if you yearn to learn to earn, you can have a lot of wealth with your health. Even if you didn't inherit it, you can acquire it yourself. And so now what I will, what I absolutely believe is that every chain has links in it that go together. And these links in this chain that we're teaching tonight absolutely have to be, have to have integrity or the whole system breaks apart. And so uh, what we're trying to do with building our network is we're trying to teach very efficiently doctors who don't do this type of work, how to add tools to their tool chest. And this is what we refer to as our, our quantum step of, with the triple heater. So uh, we're gonna talk a little bit of electrical here for a second, Alex. Uh, so the heater, the triple heater is your heater. And if it doesn't work, you're cold. And so, boy, that sounds profound, right? So if the heater works, everything's warm. If the heater's broke, everything's cold. So if everything's cold, let's think about that for a second. So, so Alex, if I get sick, typically maybe in the winter, it's because my, well, let me think about how that would work. If I, I got sick, I would run a temperature. As I increased my body temperature and my temperature went up, my body would make more and more and more white blood cells. So the hotter I am, the more germ fighters I make and the less germs I have. Well, if that's true, the colder I am, the fewer white blood cells I make, the more germs I have. So if I'm cold and my heater's broke, I'm going to get sick. Now, in addition to getting sick, here's the thing. 
And, and this is for the ladies, the gentlemen trying to be healthy. This is for the ladies. So we always talk about not slicing, not dicing, not freezing, but burning calories. So if we can't burn calories because our heater doesn't work, then we have a slow metabolism and we have a hard time with reaching our ideal weight. And so when we talk about the triple heater, there are literally three parts of that triple heater. But before we talk about the triple, we've got to get straight why we need the heater. And so uh, Alex is going to, this is going to be a little awkward. We're going to get through it. We're going to be, we're going to be grownups, but we're going to talk about sex, baby, just you and me. So uh, not, not me and you, I didn't mean that, but, but we're going to talk just briefly when we're talking about somebody being attractive. We're like, wow, they're hot. Well, they're not hot if their heaters broke. Right. And when we're talking about sex in terms of function, we're talking about is, is somebody frigid? Because if they're frigid, that means that their heaters broke. So when we're talking about this, this is not just your calorie burning. This is not just your infection resistance. This is not just your libido, but it's all of those things. And if your heaters broke, you're not hot. And if you're not hot, then the sexual part of your life is not normal. If you're not hot, you can't burn calories when you're not hot. When you're not hot, you can't run a fever and you can't kill germs. So those are all things that we have to talk about with the heater. And then I want to get into the triple part of the triple heater, but but Alex, I want to give you a, a moment comment. Did I leave anything out there? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And believe it or not, uh, I'm I'm one of those guys that that loves useless but interesting information, and one of those is the term "catching a cold" originated in the 1600s when people thought that literally the cold outside would make you sick, and they called it catching a cold. That's not really what it is but they came up with it at a time that re they really didn't know any better. But so even the term is catching a cold, but um, yeah, I absolutely agree. And, and to me, this is one of the um, unknown secrets of people who either are getting older and, and, and have trouble with their sexual life, or as you said, can't lose weight and and how big are those two areas of health they're monstrous you see you see commercials on tv all the time now you can go online and get erectile dysfunction and all kinds of sexual uh related medications and the same thing about things that might help you lose weight well what we're talking about tonight might work better than any of that stuff uh, but it's way more than that. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. So, yeah. The uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know give away the secret of what the three parts are. You can do that, but I, I'll have a post-it note on a couple of those. Yeah. Okay. So if if we can move into like the primary part of the triple heater. So understand, guys, that this is your body's a symphony. So Alex might be the greatest violinist in the world and I might be the trumpet player, 
but we have to have a conductor that tells him when to start, me when to stop, and it all has to go hand in hand and coordinate together. And if you get this guy off key, then it will throw three other things off in your body. And yeah. so um, years ago, when I was a student, I was learning how all this stuff kind of went together. And I wrote a book that sent me backwards called Everything Causes Everything by, by a real astute endocrinology doctor. And so even the problems that can be uh, ovarian or can be adrenal, well, sometimes the, the, when the thyroid's not working, the thyroid can mimic those things. And so it's so frustrating because it really does seem like everything causes everything. And, and, but here's the kicker. You cannot be ultimately healthy if this part of your, your life is not in order. So, so let's talk about starting with the first of, of where we choose to start tonight with the triple heater, the thyroid. So the thyroid is like, Alex, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm simple. And I guess I look that way as, as of today, but I'm simple. And, and um, so I, I like to compare everything to the three bowls of porridge. And so we all know that one bowl of porridge was too cold. We know that one bowl of porridge was too hot. And we're hoping that we find that third bowl of porridge that's just right. And so that that's exactly how the thyroid gland works. So most people... Uh, fortunately, because it's easy to put a little flame to it, have their bowl of porridge just a little bit too cold. So they have a low functioning thyroid. And so the symptoms of low functioning thyroid are the hands and feet are cold. The nose is cold. Their hair will come out when they brush their hair. Their fingernails break easy. They'll cry easy. Early in the morning, they're very full of sinus congestion that gets way better after the first couple hours of the night our first couple hours of the day from three to 6 PM, their energy level will be terrible. They'll cry. Uh, I think we mentioned at the drop of the hat, crave chocolate, uh, especially before menses. And then they'll be watching a fantastic action movie at 8 PM and fall asleep on the couch while their whole family is highly stimulated. So those are things that happen when your thyroid is really low. Now here's the kicker. If I wanted to build a beautiful home and I had a big stack of bricks that was being delivered to my lot and I told the mason to be there with some concrete and he concreted those bricks together, we could build a beautiful, beautiful home uh, with that stack of bricks because I'm giving him the raw materials to make my bricks, okay, or to make my house. Well, the thyroid is really exactly the same. And so the bricks for the thyroid are an amino acid called tyrosine, which is in poultry and fish. And here's the kicker. And this is what's really missing in the American diet, iodine. Now iodine is a halogen and iodine is much less desirable than fluoride. And almost everybody watching this podcast is brushing their teeth every single day with fluoride and they're drinking fluoridated water uh, through their through their utility service, but they're not always getting iodine. And your body will always absorb fluoride before it absorbs iodine. So we're not getting our bricks because we're getting bumped. Well, also the American diet is horribly short in iodine. So when we look at other cultures, I, I usually will ask, sometimes we'll ask this to ladies that have low thyroid and say, okay, so we talked about 
the heater being broke. We talked about burning calories. We talked about ideal weight and we like to burn calories. So I say, okay, tell me the name and address and phone number. Let's call her right now of your overweight Japanese girlfriend. And she'll go, well, I don't know an overweight Japanese girl. I'm like, okay, well, tell me the number. Let's call her right now of your overweight Chinese girlfriend. Well, I don't have an overweight Chinese girl. I say, okay, Vietnamese, uh, Okinawan, American. Well, then I get 16 phone numbers. And so, but the reason, and you think, well, now, wait a minute, all those Asian people tend to have lots of rice in their diet. Well, that doesn't make us skinnier. That's a carbohydrate. That makes us gain weight. But when we get all of that raw fish, we get all that seaweed, that anything that comes out of the ocean uh, is full of iodine and iodine upregulates your thyroid. And when you upregulate your thyroid, you really increase your metabolism. So Laura, if you would, I want you to put that uh, uh, prolamine iodine slide on the uh, screen. So this is the product that I use in my office. And uh, while we're talking about this, this is the best. Matter of fact, this bottle lasts uh, typically three to six months. And so it's a great problem to have because if you can't afford to fix a low thyroid, uh, there's not many health conditions that are cheaper to fix than a low thyroid. And this actually comes uh, from uh, a type of uh, organic moss. And this is pretty cool. Alex, I learned in backpacking on the Appalachian Trail 30 years ago, we ran out of water. We got stuck at the top of a mountain. One of the guys took his knife, cut moss off the north side of a big stone face. We ran creek water through it and iodine sterilized our water that we had and we were able to drink and make the water potable so that we could walk down the backside of the mountain. So iodine actually thins the sinuses. So that's why when you go to the beach, you breathe so easy and your energy levels better and you're hot and your and your and your libido's better and your mood's better. And all of those things are better, not necessarily because you love the beach, but because you love to have your thyroid working. Now, here, here's the kicker. Some people, one in about 300, are allergic to shellfish. So uh, now, shellfish, most of the time when you're allergic to shellfish, it's not because of an iodine allergy. Most of the time when you're allergic to shellfish, it's a chitosan protein and the exoskeletons of the shellfish. But if you're allergic to shellfish, you'd be very reluctant to take this without having a Benadryl in your pocket and without, uh, without having... Uh, uh, a way to suppress your uh, your allergic reaction. And what we typically do with this is we have people take one of these a day. So with 180 in the bottle, that'd be a six month supply. Most people will start to respond in about three weeks, the cold hands and feet, the stuffy nose, the crying jags, the hair coming out, the uh, low the low tone and temperature of their mood, their libido, their calorie burning, uh, and, and we start to get an increase in the thyroid function, and that takes a tremendous load off the adrenal glands because they work uh, like three-legged race partners, and it starts to carry its own load and de-stress the adrenals. So this is my favorite, favorite, favorite uh, thyroid fix. Alex, I'm going to stop for a Real quick. Yeah, please. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to remind everyone, we've said this before, but um, 
these supplements are not normal supplements. You can't go to Amazon. Well, you, you might find them on Amazon, but they may be from China and bootlegged and not the real thing or Walmart because they're, they're basically sold to licensed professionals only. So I just wanted them to remember that. Well, and Alex, and let me tell you this. One of the reasons why uh, I, I like Standard Process is they are incredibly natural. They're uh, all whole food ingredients. It's no, food. We're not doing synthetics. But yeah. also, look at the price. This is yeah. $27 for a six-month supply. So I try to spend your money like I spend my money. And uh, this is this is a... If you got a better deal than this, I want some of what you got. And so now this is for people who have this need. And so maybe not everybody needs this, but if you have the criteria we just went through, really consider raising your uh, iodine levels. And uh, we're trying to, Alex, I'm trying to bring out your inner Japanese girl so that we can uh, we can have a nice thyroid function. Well, this is this is dear to my heart, Tim, because my brother Roger. When he was 26 years old, I was 20 and in college, he was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Oh. And the day before, we had played three sets of tennis in 95-degree heat. And then this day, the day he had the surgery, he was laying on a bed with blood everywhere and tubes sticking all over the place uh, as they removed the his thyroid. And I'll never forget, after they removed his thyroid, Tim, he couldn't do anything. Yeah. He was like exhausted all the time until they put him on the meds. Mm -hmm. and, and even then, he didn't have the energy like he used to have. Hey, Alex, let me, let me double down on what you just said. Just hear what Dr. Alex just said. Without a thyroid or without a properly functioning thyroid, you're so exhausted that you can't hardly... that. And brother, I see... I want to say I see five or six people a day who have never. So they do the blood work and they go, you know what? My thyroid blood work came back. It's fine. Well, great. That means you don't have thyroid disease. That yeah, does not mean that you're running at your ideal level. And if you're deficient in a nutrient that you're supposed to have, uh, you're missing your functional health. I'm not telling you you have a disease. I'm telling you you're not uh, ideally operating. And, and Tim, that's one of the big differences to me in naturopathic type medicine and standard medicine is they tend to be more about disease. And we've all heard the cut, burn and poison thing where naturopathic is more about balance. Yeah. Yeah. But this is this is intrinsic. I cannot get the symphony of my body to play the song perfectly without getting this instrument uh, fine tuned. It's right. just impossible. Right. Alex, would you like to share with everybody what you experienced from an emotional standpoint with thyroid dysfunction? Because I, I'm not as aware of that. Yeah. Uh, Laura, can you take this down and pull up the, um, the triple heater slide, please? If you have that. Okay. Yeah. What we're talking about in the triple heater with thyroid is thyroid is one of those and there's two others that we're going to talk to you about in a minute but the the emotional side of that some people say it's indecisive i think i would call it more confusion it's confusion you, you don't know whether to do this or do that you don't know whether you feel like 
uh, going to work or not. You don't know. You're just confused. And you see that instability, muddled paranoia, muddled thinking, uh, emotional instability, up and down. If you if you feel like you're on an emotional roller coaster, chances are you've got an issue here. And the way these things work, you can diagnose the emotions sometimes by the physical, the things that Tim just talked about, low energy and some others that we're going to talk about with the two other organs involved. Or you can look at the emotional and kind of diagnose the physical sometimes from the emotional. It goes either way because they go together. All right. So here are the negative emotions that you tend to experience with problems in this area that we're talking about tonight. So if you look at this and you think, yeah, I'm, I, I'm confused a lot and I'm confused more and more as I get older, or my thinking is kind of muddled now where it used to be clearer, or I'm up and down and maybe even other people are saying, uh, you're, you're kind of emotionally all over the place. What's going on with you? Or you feel that way yourself, I'm emotionally all over the place. That those are the emotional things that are a tip off that you've got an issue here. So that's what I'd say about that, Tim. Okay. Okay, brother. Do you want me to head into thought? Yeah, go ahead. Go to the next one. Hey, share with uh, everybody tonight what you were discussing with me. I think you were talking to another physician about yes. immune function and yeah, share Laura, Laura, you can take that down, please. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I used to travel around the world with Dr. Ben Johnson, who was uh, uh, the only medical doctor in the secret, if you remember that. He was a pretty world-renowned oncologist. He was a cancer specialist. And uh, he's the first one that ever told me this, but I've heard it from probably 10 or 12 other medical doctors since him. Actually, a couple of those were naturopaths. But um, what he told me is... Your thymus, let me uh, stand up just a little bit. This is the middle of my chest. This is basically where your thymus is, okay? And Dr. Ben told me, Alex, your thymus, for practical purposes, kind of is your immune system. As your thymus goes, your immune system goes. If your thymus is good, Chances are your immune system is working, it's preventing things, it's healing things when they come up, when uh, things come into your body that are foreign and harmful to you, your immune system uh, uh, gets rid of it rather than letting it make you sick or leading to a disease. If your thymus is not healthy and out of balance and working right, if it is out of balance and not working right, your immune system is going to tend to not be working the way it's supposed to, and you're going to be at risk for illness or possibly even disease. Yeah. Yeah, brother. And let, let me, let me uh, just give you my uh, simpleton uh, thing on this. So the spleen uh, makes our red blood cells, white blood cells. And I want you to think of that like a really big comprehensive high school. It's graduating high school seniors. That's great. I'm not going to let one of those guys do my taxes. I'm not going to let one of those guys wire my house. I'm not going to let one of those guys clean my teeth. Not until they go to college. And when they get differentiated and they get some training and they get made different than they are as raw material in the thymus college, then they're ready to go out in the body and they do their job. 
Now, we always tell our children when they drop a little bit of food on the floor, uh, don't eat that. Well, grazing animals that eat off the ground have the biggest thymus gland of all the animals in the mammal world. And so if you eat off the ground, you have an enormous thymus and you don't get sick eating off the ground because you can deal with the bacteria on the ground, which is mostly staph infection because your thymus gland is big and bold and will rule the day. So somebody a whole lot smarter than the two guys you see here tonight uh, figured out a long time ago, I think like in the, this is what's crazy, Alex. I believe this was formulated in the late 1950s, okay? So breaking news, uh, yeah. 70 years later, uh, one of the best things you can take to counteract Staphylococcus bacteria comes from the glandular thymus gland that's in the mediastinum of the chest in a ruminating grazing animal. So if you get, we use bovine sources. So if they take the thymus gland, which is enormous out of a cow, freeze dry it, formulate it, put it into the pills, it works like magic for a couple conditions. Please let me tell you what those couple conditions are. This is huge if, if this is you. Now, remember, we said that if your heater's not working, you can't make enough white blood cells to kill germs. In the case of the thymus, really the germ we're talking about is staph infection. Well, how do you know if it's staph infection? I am so glad you asked. Here's how you know if it's staph infection. So if you blow, and this is also, Alex, my father told me this with public speaking. When you blow your nose, don't look at it. <laughs> but at home, when you blow your nose, absolutely look at it. And yeah. if it is yellow in color, very likely you have an in inherent uh, a stealth staph infection in your sinuses. And so remember, the sinuses are governed by the stomach. Okay. And so when we have uh, when we have a problem, and I, I know we always come back to the gut, but when we but when we have a problem because we're not doing what we're supposed to in our thymus, we can't kill the stuff that's in our food that comes back up and gives us sinus problems. So yellow snot, whether we cough it up or we blow it out, is a thymus dysfunction. Now, also, if you fall and you abrase your elbow or you abrase your knee, like softball, I had a softball player that slid into base and had, I think they referred to it as a strawberry on their butt. In this case, it looked like a fruit bowl. It was a massive abrasion. Great. We'll give them uh, two Thymex three times a day uh, in uh, a week or 10 days. We're done. And, and uh, it doesn't get infected and we, 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 we move on. So abrasions off the ground where the staph infection comes from or uh, yellow discharge are a, a telltale, telltale sign that your thymus gland is dysfunctional. Alex, what, uh, what other information do we need to tell them about the thymus? That's it for me for thymus. Okay, so I'm going to jump into the, uh, so here's our little board here. So I'm going to jump into the third one here, which is the hypothalamus. And brother, you're going to probably have to carry the heavy load on this one. So the hypothalamus is almost like two separate glands, and it kind of works 
there's an anterior hypothalamus and there's a posterior hypothalamus. And I want you to think of a hypothalamus like uh, uh, like like my office. So if anybody that has ever been to my office sees how we run the office, the person who's really in charge is my office manager. I just do what she tells me to do all day long. So all these catastrophes happen, shipping this and scheduling that and insurance, whatever, and computer. She really does all the big important stuff there and keeps the whole thing going. And occasionally I'll come and interrupt her and bother her and she'll have to do something for me while she's doing all those other things. But what really makes it behind the scenes all work it, it is, the, is the office manager. And that's true in almost every business. So being office managers out there tonight, uh, we ought to have office manager day. You guys are heroes. Amen. But the hypothalamus in the endocrine system is the office manager. It does a little bit of everything and the everything that it doesn't do, it tells somebody else what to do, like the thyroid or like the adrenal gland. So Alex, uh, about three times a week, I get a little guy that, or girl that comes into my office that's one or two or three years old. And uh, sometimes like I'll get to take a picture with them or I'll get to hug them or, or whatever. And they look at me like, who is this guy? And this guy that's taking a picture with them is the guy that their mom and daddy came to a year or two or three ago after they had failed with fertility with all the standard allopathic medical guys and their mamas had taken estrogen and progesterone and shots and they felt terrible and they put their health at risk. And we didn't fix their fertility problem, but we fixed their fertility problem because we, we fixed their thyroid, we fixed their hypothalamus. And when you get your glands to tell your other, so isn't it curious that the crazy chiropractor can fix infertility and get the ovaries to work by not doing anything to the ovaries and not giving any estrogen, but getting the hypothalamus of the thyroid to tell the ovaries what to do. We get the office manager to tell the receptionist how to do her job. And when we get all of that functioning, we, we get in great shape. Now, let me, let me tell you this, and, and I'll turn it over to you, Alex. There was a book uh, years ago that got a guy in trouble. It wasn't a very good book. It's not nearly as good as your books, but there was a a uh, gentleman by the name of uh, uh, Kevin Trudeau. And Kevin Trudeau, do you remember him? Yeah, he was in jail a while. Yes, but but listen, he wrote a book called The Hypo or The uh, Weight Loss Cure. It should have been yeah, called. Yeah, he was on TV with that. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'll save you a couple hours and $49. So, uh, the, the the gimmick was, is if you get your hypothalamus working, now, now notice he didn't say the weight loss plan or the weight loss this or the weight loss. He said cure. That's why I got it. better not say that word. That's a four-letter word. And yeah. so if one in a million guys doesn't get cured, it ain't a cure, right? Yeah. Or yeah. So, so we'll stay away from uh, commenting on that. Uh, as being a cure for weight loss, but that was the title of the book, and thus the prison sentence. But but the uh, but the gist of it was: so you burn calories, and if you want to stoke the fire to burn whatever, you want to feel an increase in your metabolism. You got to get the hypothalamus working. Now that's true if your hypothalamus is broke. Well, how do you know? 
So Alex is going to tell you some things that might be a stressed hypothalamus from his perspective. But but again, I'm the simple uh, salt of the earth chiropractor guy here. Let me tell you my little take on this. Most people's bodies are like a 68 Chevelle, okay? And a 68 Chevelle, if you put the key in it and you start it up and you pump on the gas, you get that thing started up on a cold winter morning. Sometimes if you let it run out in the driveway, it'll overheat because those old hot rods had thermostats in them. And the hypothalamus is the thermostat of your body. So it can stick and overheat you. So if you've ever had a heat stroke, you absolutely need some help with your hypothalamus. If you're always, 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 always cold, you, you might check into either the thyroid or the hypothalamus. And, and those are like always hot, always cold, can't thermoregulate. Uh, I get way overheated really quickly when I go outside. Uh, three, four years ago, three or four months ago, three or four weeks ago, I got really sick when I got overheated. These are hypothalamus indications. Also, hypothalamus is in the uh, middle of the brain. So if we have football players, we have wrestlers, we have martial artists, we have uh, head injuries, car wrecks, uh, we have people, catch this, Alex, we have people with horrible sinuses. Now, I know we don't have any of those in Nashville, but they sneeze really violently. The brain gets shook in the crack. So we can get concussive events that lead to hypothalamic dysfunction. And, and remember, everything is like a, like, a, like a symphony. So the hypothalamus has to tell the thyroid, to tell the adrenals, to tell the gonads what to do. The hypothalamus has to tell the pancreas, has to tell the liver what to do. When the hypothalamus can't send the signal, when the office manager can't coordinate, boy, the office just falls apart. And so the hypothalamus is sometimes the missing link on what do we do? And, and I know there's some emotional connections, Alex, with hypothalamic dysfunction, but you're the expert on that. So please share that with us. Yeah. Um, when I when I first uh, discovered the healing codes, um, or, or I believe they were given to me um, after 12 years of prayer for my wife. Um, they seem to work on everything. I mean, I would have, uh, I was in um, private practice then doing pretty much mainstream kind of counseling until the healing code came along. And then I started doing that with my clients and they started getting better no matter what their issues were. Now, they weren't seeing me for any physical issues. They were seeing me for mental and emotional issues, of course. Um, that's my area. But when I started doing the healing codes with people, I started having uh, uh, clients come in and tell me their MS had healed, their cancer had healed, their diabetes had healed, uh, you know, uh, and and which blew me away. I, well, I you were fixing the office manager and you were tidying up all those tasks. Yeah, right. But I didn't know that at the time. So um, when, it, when it came to trying to validate the healing codes and I wanted a, a, a medical test to do that, um, the one I picked was the one for stress because most medical doctors will tell you, I think Tim will probably tell you, that about 90% plus of illness and disease, uh, based on the scientific studies and research, 
is related to stress. Okay. Um, the in fact, uh, the Center for Disease Control and information they have right on their main website that you can go there and find it is uh, 90 plus percent of illness and disease is directly connected to stress. Now, Stanford University, Dr. Bruce Lipton from Stanford Medical School says, thanks a lot, CDC, but it's not 90%, it's 95% plus. And then someone asked Dr. Lipton a question. This was actually when we were doing a joint event together, uh, a live in-person uh, event. And someone asked Dr. Lipton, um, okay, well, what's the other 5%? You said 95% is related to stress. What's the other 5%? And Dr. Lipton, without any hesitation, said, so glad you asked that question. The 5% is genetic. And that came from someone in your ancestry that had a, had a gene mutate because of stress. So he said, literally, actually, it's 100%, but about 95% with us and 5% what's passed down to us, okay? So when I found that out and the healing code seemed to be working on other things besides mental and emotional, I decided, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the test that is for the thing that causes 90, 95% of our problems, and that's what I did. And uh, and the results with the healing codes were like 86, 87%. With Trilogy, it was 98%, uh, which the literature says is impossible. Mm -hmm. But Tim, you're gonna like this one. Um, uh, Hope, my wife, we had three miscarriages before we had our first mm -hmm. son, whose name is Harry, okay? And, um, when we got married, we were different from a lot of other couples. We didn't want two or three years to be together alone before we had kids. We didn't want time to build up a bank account. We had both dreamed of being parents. And so we wanted kids as soon as we could have them once we got married. And so six years later, we, we still have no children because Hope can't get pregnant. And when she does get pregnant, she miscarries and she goes to the medical doctor and he says, uh, they do all the tests. And, and this happens so much. In fact, Tim can probably tell you about how, what percentage this happens. I don't know, but the doctor told her, honey, there's nothing physically wrong with you. You're just so stressed out because you want to have kids so bad and you're worried about it and everything that you're, you're stressing yourself and that's what's causing these problems. Okay. So she started meditating and praying and doing other stuff. And uh, I think they offered her drugs, but I don't think she took those. She took some supplements and sure enough, her stress came down and she got pregnant and that was Harry. And then the same thing with George a few years later, but um, that's what was, causing that problem. And according to our United States government, Stanford University and a whole bunch of other, in fact, I don't know a medical doctor who disagrees with this. Um, stress is somehow related behind the scenes, behind the curtain, if you want to think of it that way, 
of 90 to 95% of our health problems. It just is, okay? Now, what, what causes the hypothalamus to flip the fight or flight stress response on? Glad you asked, okay? First of all, there's physical reasons for that too, and Tim is gonna talk about that. But the non-physical reason is fear-based memories. In 2014, Southwestern, Southwestern University Medical School and Medical Center in Dallas, Texas, did a landmark study. Before that, for the last hundred years, when doctors would, you know, tell their patients after running the test, you know, I am so sorry to tell you, but you have, and then they name it, all right? and it's cancer or diabetes or whatever, Alzheimer's, whatever. Well, after recovering, you know, they probably start crying or whatever, especially if it's female, a lot of males too. I'd probably cry if they told me that. But after you kind of compose yourself, what most people then say to the doctor is, okay, but how did I get this? Because I've got a brother or a twin or a sister or whoever who grew up in the same house I did, ate the same food I did, lives in the same town next to me now. We do the same stuff and they're as healthy as can be. And now you're telling me I've got this. How come I've got it? Why did I get it? Well, before the Southwestern study, you know what the doctor said? It was three words. We don't no. All right. So the Southwestern study was to try to figure that out. And after several years, they announced the study is finished and we've found it. We've found what causes the mental and emotional stress. And they named it cellular memories. What is that? Just delete the word cellular. If you've got a memory that has anger in it, unforgiveness, low self-worth, rejection, hopelessness, helplessness, and a thousand others, okay, that memory doesn't just sit in the corner and behave itself. We used to think they did. Now we know they don't, okay? They resonate that fear signal 24-7, and the hypothalamus is like your cell phone scanning all the time for a fear-based signal, a love-based signal, or a neutral signal. And based on that, it flips those switches, fight or flight, or what I call the success switch, that's the release of oxytocin, endorphins, peptides, all those in love and, and euphoria hormones, okay? It can do either one. What it decides which to do mentally, mentally and emotionally with your memories. So if you've got trauma memories and stuff like that, listen, don't think that you're just going to ignore them and they're not going to cause any problems. That is fantasy land. We might have thought that 50 years ago. Today, we know that's not true. They're going to keep resonating that signal to your hypothalamus and it's going to keep flipping you into stress until that is resolved in some way. If it's not resolved, it'll keep you in stress, okay? But there's physical causes too. Go ahead, Tim. So just, just a couple of things, Alex, you're so good. And you've triggered me to think of uh, 
couple things I found. Oh, oh can I say one more thing I forgot really? to say? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna like this. You're gonna like this. So, um, because of what happened to Hope and I, um, one of my specialties, believe it or not, became women who were having difficulty conceiving a child and carrying it to fruition. Okay. So one thing that I have said for 23 years, and it's the truth, Tim, I have no idea how many women I've gotten pregnant. <laughs> so, but, 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 but I know exactly not, how many women I've gotten pregnant. I've gotten more. Well, but, but, uh, but it's not it's not the way you're thinking. It's by helping them lower their stress. And what and I have to tell you, brother, it is so that's one of the things we celebrate in our office too. It's so fantastic when you have a couple that has been struggling forever who want to become uh parents to Amen. help them achieve that. So that's one of the blessings of what we get to do. But I, I, I do have a couple loose ends, Alex, I want to tighten up. And while we're talking about uh fertility. Uh, so when you fix your hypothalamus, you, you really do become hormonally more balanced and a more, so, so a little secret, pregnancy is a parasite and that parasite I'm paying for college right now. I really don't know when the parasite infection resolves itself. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm far from the, uh, from the end of, uh, Tim, Tim, I've got a 30 year old and it never ends. Well, so, uh, anyway, so if you want a parasite for life, uh, uh, that, uh, you have to educate and feed and insure and, uh, all those things, uh, then, then we want your hypothalamus working really good. But, but all kidding aside, if you're a young female that, that needs not to get pregnant right now, um, uh, and you, you take your hypothalamic nutrition, it grossly increases fertility. I told you, I told you. So uh, if that's something that is not perfect timing and there's behavior that might lead to that, uh, my conscience is clear. I've done my homework and my prior propers have been mentioned. Number two, Alex, you talked about genetics and I blew it and I apologize. I was trying to get a lot of information in a short period of time. Thyroid issues, my goodness, we're we're negligent if we don't say this. Thyroid issues are familial. So yeah. if, if, if grandma's got cold hands and feet, it ain't because she's got a warm heart. she got a busted thyroid. And if her daughter's got cold hands and cold feet, her nails break, her hair comes out, she's crying in the corner at a Hallmark commercial eating a chocolate bar uh, with dry skin on her knuckles. I forgot that one too. Then we better check the youngest generation it's more ladies than gentlemen, but it's totally familial. So definitely there's some genetic predispositions there. But anyway, brother, that's the two little add-ons I had. And then I want to do a little wrap-up for my part and get out of the way and let you do the wrap-up for yours. And we'll head this thing towards the barn. Does that sound like a plan? Yep. Okay, so we talked just now about thyroid. So uh, low thyroid, easily fixed. If we have cold hands, cold feet, nails break easy, hair comes out, you crave chocolate, you cry, you got dry skin on your knuckles, 3 to 6 p.m. fatigue, stuffy nose, uh, your uh, mood is low, your energy is low, your libido is low, your immunity is low, you, uh, you can't kill a germ, you can't lose a pound, you got to fix your thyroid. Now, if you have yellow snot, you have abrasions on your skin, you're coughing up yellow mucus, 
that is a thymus problem. And we put that Thymex up there uh, to fix that. Uh, there's a supplement. I don't think we put that up there yet, have we? Yes, yeah, so let's put the, the Thymex supplement up there. This is the thing that fixes the yellow discharge. So now when you add these together, what we're talking about is having a warm-handed, warm-footed, uh, high libido, high-calorie burning, high metabolism uh, from the thyroid with low infection in the body. Now, the hypothalamus is all the things we just talked about with the office manager and fertility and this and that. So if you want to be hot, skinny, snot-free, with good nails, good hair, no dry skin, lots of energy, tonight is your night. And uh, I, th I think uh, I want yellow snot. Well, then don't take Thymex. You'll have plenty <laughs> of that. So, but Mark, that, can you put the Thymex slide up there, please, if you have it? There you go. So this is the one that helps with the abrasions and the yellow snot or somebody who's sick all the time probably needs a little boost to the thymus gland. And this is a uh, fantastic. Now we put on here, typically we do this for seven to 10 days. Um, so uh, if I, if I uh, blow a Kleenex tomorrow when I uh, am not speaking and I get to look at my Kleenex and it's full of yellow snot, I will take two of these. Uh, uh, I know it says one tablet per meal. I do two, three times a day, but I do it for about five or six days. And that typically will keep me from having to do anything else for my sinus issue. Uh, or if I'm coughing that up, if I get a bad abrasion, I was active in martial arts for a long time, Alex, and I got uh, carpet burns. From, uh, from rolls and that type thing. You skin an elbow, skin a knee. Uh, I lived on Thymax because those floors had all those uh, feet on them and I was trying to keep uh, my immune system protected. And so I, I didn't fear the guy who tried to beat me up. I feared the little invisible thing on the carpet that I couldn't see. And so this is for abrasions for y'all snot. Now, if we can change this one to hypothalamax, Laura, can you put the hypothalamus up, please? There you go. So this one is when your office manager is not working, and this is fantastic. Now, it does come from a hypothalamus gland from a pig, and so uh, human beings tend to benefit more from the hypothalamic tissue from pork sources, it's kind of like heart valves. We got to use the pig for that too. So certain body parts we do beef like thymus, but this is better, better for pork. So if you have a pork allergy or a religious intolerance of pork, don't do this one. But uh, uh, otherwise this is a uh, indicator for all the things that Alex talked about with uh, uh, fight or flight, prolonged chronic stress, but really for concussion issues, definitely for heat and cold uh, intolerances that are recurrent, wonderful for heat stroke, fantastic, a must. I was a pro sports team doc for 14 years. I use this with concussion uh, patients all the time. And uh, we would get them over post-concussion uh, syndrome much, much faster with this. So uh, Alex, that's my little tidbit and uh, I'll turn it back over to you. Yeah, if you have a question, uh, Laura, if you can take that down, please. And um, 
if you have a question, uh, type it in to the question thing. Um, here's one for you, Tim. Uh, is the pork used in these, those that are not vaccinated with any uh, mRNA vaccines? I'm sorry, Alex. I didn't catch the phone. Say that exactly. Same thing again. Is the pork used in this, in the, in those? I'm sorry. It, is the pork that's used in that last supplement you talked about, is that from uh, from pork that's been vaccinated with an RNA vaccine or is it not? An mRNA vaccine or not? Yes, yeah, so uh, most of the glandular supplements are organic, but they're not certified organic. So there's no 100% guarantee that that's the case. But standard process almost across the board uh, uh, uses uh, uh, whole, whole food glandulars. So that's an emphasis for them not to use antibiotics and hormones. And they, and they brag about that a lot. I can't imagine that they're avoiding that and doing lots of vaccines. But Standard Process's website is pretty easy to research and uh, might be something that if that's really important to you, you, uh, you probably can find that real easy. And I, I don't want to tell you wrong, so I'm not going to be absolute on that. Um, Tim, here's another one, I think, for you. Um, uh, I played sports growing up, and uh, my head took several knocks. How is there a way to be more sure if I have a concussion or not that needs to be addressed? Okay, so uh, let's get real simple. So uh, concussion is brain bruise. So if Alex punches me uh, uh, and, and hits me in the arm and I have a big bruise uh, because he's so feisty, that bruise in a few weeks or a few months should resolve. So one of the things we look at with uh, active concussion is uh, have we uh, had enough time for the bruise to resolve? So some of that is vascular and some of that uh, is uh, neurologic, but here's the kicker. One of the things is what we see with recurrent post-concussion syndrome is not the actual acute bruise, it's the uh, collateral. And if, if I may, uh, to answer this as quick as I can, when we take a shot to the head, the concussion's not on the side of impact, it's diagonally opposite, and it's not where you get struck, it's where the brain sloshes in the cavity of fluid and hits the other side, usually on, on, uh, on the scan. And so when we have that much sloshing, a lot of times we'll have a neck injury. And what we're finding is when we fix the neck, we fix the brain glandulars, and we fix the vascular stuff. Alex, we haven't done a podcast yet on blood vessels and blood and healing the, uh, all of that stuff. We got to do that. And uh, uh, that's a real uh, in-depth thing, but uh, that's the approach. Yeah. Uh, question here, I think, for me is um, what, what memories can affect my hypothalamus? Which memories do I look for? Well, really, any, any fear-based memory, and anger is fear-based, sadness and, and depression is fear-based, um, anxiety is fear-based. Uh, low self-worth is fear-based. 
uh, almost any negative emotion is fear-based, uh, specifically the ones that we put up on the screen uh, tonight, the having to do with confusion and up and down emotionally. Boy, if you're experiencing that, it's pretty much a guarantee. But any fear-based emotion can cause your hypothalamus to flip the stress switch on. So Alex, I'm asking, cause I don't know the answer, but uh, with heart rate variability, is it is it an emotion that changes your heart rate that's likely to trigger the fight or flight? Yeah, it's possible, but heart rate variability uh, is not necessarily what it sounds. Yeah, no, I know, I know. We take our pulse. Well, other people may not be aware of that. If you take your pulse and let's say your pulse is 70 beats a minute, that's not heart rate variability. Heart rate variability, that's macro beats, big beats. Heart rate variability is micro beats that you can't measure by putting your hand on your wrist or your neck, either one, or even the doctor with the stethoscope. stethoscope. It has to be measured by specific equipment. And here's the other deal. There's a thing in medicine and heart rate variability that's called digging a hole. If your heart rate variability microbeats are are regular, bing, 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 that's called digging a hole. You know what the hole is? Your grave. Yeah. Okay. They have to be healthy. Those microbeats have to be variable. Bing, 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 all over the place. That's a healthy heart and heart rate variability. Hey Alex, can we say that a little different? Yeah. Could we say that you have to have some adaptability? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, yes. and what makes us adapt is, is uh, we talk about stress and this and that. There's actually a concept called hormesis and that is good stress. And good right. stress is stress that doesn't kill you. He's and stressed. so He's what stressed. doesn't kill me makes me stronger kind of mentality. Right. And what I can adapt to will make me stronger. But what allows me to adapt? Better have my hypothalamus working because my office manager's got to tell my adrenals <laughs> for fight or flight. It's got to tell me all those things. Yeah, and we are out of time. We're one minute over. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you open the chat at the bottom of the screen, it's a tab called chat, you'll see the link where you can get more information about the supplements for tonight. You can order them if you would like to. Again, you can't get these in stores. These are professional grade only. Um, but whether you do that or not, you need to lower your stress. And uh, Tim, last thing, can you paint us just, just a real quick, you're great at this stuff, a picture of someone who is having triple heater problems versus someone whose triple heaters are working Great and all together. Um, yes, sir. So the big telltale with your heater being broke is your cold. So if your hands and feet are cold, your mood is cold, your libido is cold, your affect is cold, uh, your metabolism and your calorie burning is non-existent, you're eating salads and can't lose a calorie, your heater is broke. And ladies and gentlemen, if that is the case, it is a virtual guarantee your hypothalamus has got stress flipped on, okay? So you need to get it flipped off. 
no matter what your issues are, because stress is related to almost everything. So, Tim, any last words? That's all I've got. Brother, I always enjoy doing these with you. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. And uh, I look forward to us doing it again uh, here soon. We love you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Laura, so much. And uh, well, see you next week. God thank bless. Thank you guys for joining us. Good night.